Hi, it's David from the Ruth and David team at Remax Select up on Main Street in Vancouver. January 17th, this is podcast number three. I promised that I would do a podcast on uh, a market update. So I'm really happy to have Jeff Benna here. Jeff Benna is a realtor up at um, Remax at Oak Ridge Real Estate Services. Jeff and I use the same methodology to predict the market, see where the market is currently and where it's been we use basically we use something that Jeff and I have termed the absorption rate which is well you know what I'm going to Jeff let Jeff explain that to you and then we'll kind of go from I'll let Jeff take us from the west side to the east side and we'll break it down in detached attached duplexes and apartments so um, here you go Jeff Jeff Banner from Remax Real Estate Services thanks David we're going to look at the absorption rate as one leading indicator to give us a clue what's happening in the market. Now that's calculated by taking the number of homes for sale in any given market and dividing by the number of homes sold in a month. Uh, we're using the first half of January's data and we're going to double that number for the number of sales to give us a good uh, impression of, of what's happening so far. So on the west side in detached homes Currently, there's 427 homes for sale. So far this month, the first two weeks, there's been eight sales. And so if we double that to 16, that gives us a number that should indicate where we'll be at by the end of the month. 427 divided by 16 gives us 26.69, or almost 27 months supply. The attached properties, half duplexes and townhouses, we have eight months supply. And the apartments, west side, we have just under four months' supply. On the east side, 542 homes for sale in the detached properties. So far this month, 21 homes sold. We double that to 42, gives us just under 13 months' supply. In the attached, 6.7 months' supply. And in the apartments, the bright spot, three and a half months' supply. So what about pricing, Jeff, when you look at, at that? Is there upward pressure on pricing, downward pressure on pricing? Pretty, it is what it is, I think. I mean, personally, it looks like prices are staying the way they are. I would currently. say as, as, a, as a leading indicator, if we look at the absorption rate, uh, it's, a, it's a reasonably good predictor of what's going to happen to prices in the next few months. So when we're seeing less than four and a half months supply, then generally we're going to see upwards pressure on prices. When we see four and a half to nine months supply, you usually are seeing a balanced market. In more than nine months supply, generally we'll see downwards pressure on prices. So if we take a look at what we're seeing here, we can see the detached homes in both markets. Probably prices are a little downwards pressure. The attached, we're seeing probably balanced. And the apartments, again, the bright spot, we're seeing potentially upwards pressure on prices just because there's very little supply and uh, reasonably strong demand. So I think when I'm looking at the stats, Jeff, and maybe explain to the people here, I'm looking at the inventory levels, really what it's showing. And the, um, I mean, I guess the only people or the only part of the market that shows any kind of uh, negative is probably the detached. But when I'm looking at that, the, the number of houses for sale this year is not too different than last year. 
So it's not like we've had a, a huge number of homes come for sale all of a sudden. It, it, it would seem to me that we're just waiting for the buyers to get back into the market. Yes? No? What do you think? I think it's a reasonable amount of beginning of the year inventory. Yeah. And if we look at last year, in January, February, there was so little inventory and so much demands. We saw a huge run-up in prices. Then with the uncertainty that was created with some of the government policies and taxation that, that occurred in the latter part of the year, we saw a lot of people step back, put their hands in their pockets and say, I'm not going to list, I'm not going to buy, and this is what caused the market slowdown. Yeah, and that's why the inventory stayed pretty level, I think. And, and, and you can see from that statistic, some of the policies that the, uh, or initiatives that the government put in place has affected part of the market more so than the other part of the market. And I guess what I'm saying is the people that want to buy and get into the market, uh, they're still doing that. Yes. Yeah. And the people that are selling, you know, those high, high, high prices occurred for a period of about nine to ten weeks in the middle of the spring market. Mm -hmm. You know, never before those prices existed, and uh, it may be a while before we see them again, but ultimately the prices now, I think, are still higher than they were in January of 2016. Yeah, and I would say just for our own experience, this is always a tough time to predict the market because you've got a lot of uh, inventory that comes over from the previous year, and it's still on the market, never sold that year. It's been on the market so long, chances of it selling this year without some kind of uh, an adjustment to the marketing strategy, whether it's pricing or whatever it is, uh, will not, hopefully will come off somehow, whether they expire, whether they get pulled, and then our inventory should come down a little bit. So I think both of us agree that if the inventory comes down on the detached, we're going to see some more activity, which would could be it could again be one of the bright spots. But it just that uh, it depends kind of what happens in the next three to four weeks. I know that we're pretty busy. We've had a couple of our detached houses that we've come for sale this year. Both have gone to multiple offers, but they were priced very sharply and and did attract a huge number of people looking at them. So we're seeing a more normal market too, in that the more affordable end of the market seems to be the beginning of the market now. So as each one of those apartments sells, those people trade up to a townhouse, those people then sell their townhouse and trade up to a house, a lot of times you'll see that the housing market will be the last one affected as all the normal things that happen, uh, the driver market occur. You know, first-time buyers, we've had a big boost from, uh, from the current government in, in, in an interest-free loan. Uh, what, I mean, people are still forming families. They're leaving home. They're graduating from school. They're having babies. Yeah, they're still making a move. They're, they're making still a move, making a right? move. There's always going to be activity in the market, and uh, it's going to drive things along. And uh, we'll see a, a pleasant, normal market is my prediction. This yeah, year. so I think, uh, you know, Jeff and I talk about this kind of every day or every second day. So, you know, we're going to keep tabs on it, and uh, we'll give you another update kind of the first beginning of February. I think the great way just to add in there to the way that we look at the stats, it's easy for us to kind of keep tabs on the market almost on a daily basis. Like I, the reality is when it comes into effect is after a weekend, we can take a look and see what, uh, what got sold over the weekend, what hasn't sold, things that we think should have gotten sold. If they haven't sold, then we're, you know, we kind of investigate a little bit further, but, um, if you have any questions or if you want uh, 
any more information, just call Jeff up at Oak Ridge at 604-868-1651. That's 604-868-1651. And Jeff doesn't know this, but because we're both big proponents of goal setting, I'm keeping him around for the next podcast. And we're going to talk a little bit about my favorite subject, my team's least favorite subject, but goal setting. Thanks a lot, guys.